Welcome to the Tea Time Christmas Special with me, Ali Monjag. My guests are Adrian Lee Werger, who has been a pranic healer for many years, who will be giving us some tips on how to look after ourselves this festive period and into the new year. And Lee Miles, who's a choreographer on the fun, popular TV show, Mrs. Brown's Boys, who is full of upbeat, festive cheer. Let's find out more. Warning, if any of this interview does affect you, the number for the Samaritans is 116-123. So, Adrian, welcome to Tea Time with me, Ali Monjak. How are you? I'm marvellous. Looking forward to the next few days. Fantastic. So what are your plans? Because you're in tier, tier two. I'm in tier two, fortunately. Um so, but having said that, we, you know, I follow the rules, but I'll be going for, for a walk. I live uh, on the South Coast now and I will be going for a walk as normal. Um, maybe I'll put a bit of tinsel around my head and, uh, and then we'll uh, enjoy a, a, you know, a roast with, with the family. Oh, lovely. I do, I do love Christmas. I really, really do. Um, this year, I, I'm going to be having a Zoom Christmas though, because this week, <laughs> I have, I've sadly gone from tier two to tier four. So mm. what better way mm. to welcome in a new tier, though, by having, you know, a, a Zoom family Christmas. So, yeah, it's, it's, it is. I totally appreciate it. It's very difficult for a lot of people this year. Um, got to be trying to be grateful for what we got and enjoy that moment. And then we'll deal with, uh, you know, next year as it comes. 2021 so I mean I think we are all going to have to find ways of looking after ourselves aren't we I mean that is paramount after 2020 I mean what an extraordinary year that's played out and people that perhaps didn't have mental health problems to start with have now got mental health problems suffering from anxiety and loneliness Absolutely. I know um, because I've been treating quite a few that, you know, the fear uh, aspect that, that people are going through in the moment of financial, um, you know, company, um, you know, actually being in the same homes as people that even though they might be married, don't generally spend 24 seven with, with, with the same people all the time. So it's been a huge challenge for a lot of people. So stress, anxiety, and the fear of, of, you know, what people are going through and what might be. Um, it's been a real challenge. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it didn't take you, though, uh, a global pandemic, did it, to turn to, to pranic healing and discover pranic healing? I mean, this has been very much part of your own journey. Yeah, so uh, if you ask me to say how did I... Well, I basically, um, and I'm basically talking about my story, not because I need to talk about my story to help me, but uh, if one part of my story kind of helps someone else open up and uh, search for help, then I've done my job, really. Uh, I basically suffered with clinical depression for over 20 years. Uh, it was on and off. There were some very good times in between that. But I literally went through the, the darkest times of clinical depression. Um, it kind of started from a child. I came from that generation where my my parents thought if they told me things, it would um, it would motivate me. When it did the absolute opposite, uh, when they would say, "Oh, you're you know you'll never be any good at that," and 
Um, I love my parents, by the way, but a lot of my generation come from a, a, a negative way of parent, parenting. And it actually wasn't very good for us at the time. Um, and then when I was 27, and I never felt, by the way, I never felt really good enough for a relationship. I was always wondering where I was in the world. Uh, and then my, my, my parents, my father died when I was 27. And um, uh, this was a guy I didn't even really particularly like. And that was my first time I fell into depression. I literally, my relationships fell apart. I couldn't hold my job. And it was very strange because this was a guy that I didn't even really like. And it was kind of, I was mourning the, uh, the emotion and the parent that I didn't have or I wanted. And so that was my first state. And then for over 20 years, on and off, um, through helping my, my mum also went through clinical depression. Um, it was all a bit of a, a nightmare, really. So I was looking after her, uh, rescuing her every year to 18 months. Uh, I was also looking after myself, trying to find my way. Um, I had, did actually have a, a lot of time off with stress and depression. My life was really, there was a lot of alcohol involved just to take off the edges. Now, I can't say I was an alcoholic, but that was my way of um, being a different person, if you like, rather than the one that's sitting at home crying and thinking what's happening in my life. So it was all a bit of a mask. Um, and then, so for many, many years, that's what I went through. Um, and it was only when I, well, pranic healing actually found me uh, in 2017. I didn't find it because I had nowhere else to go, but it has completely changed my life in the most amazing ways. Um, now through, through the lockdown where a lot of people were suffering, now it was pretty tough, but through my practices and what I know about healing and meditation, I remain very stable, which so I'm, I feel blessed that I had that. Um, and I knew that we would get over it, um, and we're still getting over it. So I was very blessed for all that time. Oh, brilliant. So, so talk about your first experience with pranic healing then, because that, that, that's really interesting. It, it's, it's about, you know, I mean, I know as a Reiki master teacher, it's about experiencing the energies, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, it, I was in 2017, I was literally sitting uh, by the way, my mum's very well uh, these days, but um, I was literally okay. sitting on my mum's sofa thinking, and I had a, a big business loss as well, and it was a disaster. Mm. Uh, so I was literally sitting on her sofa thinking, what, am, what have I done with my life? And literally nowhere to go. And a friend of mine who was suffering with leukemia phoned me for no other reason just to have a chat. And he said, I'm having this healing from a pranic healer, which has practically reversed his leukemia. And I literally didn't have anything else at that time. And I thought, maybe I should go and have a look at this. I, I don't know what to do, so I, did, so I did. And in my healing, so I went to see his healer. And when I was having the healing, I literally felt this, this big gray mask coming off of me. And then I kind of slept throughout my sessions. Before I knew it, I was on a level one course of pranic healing. 
Um, and what I loved about pranic healing, it, it's it's one of the most it's the one of the fastest growing um, complementary therapies in the world, right up to date for this this strange, challenging world we live in. Um, and what it, what it did for me is like uh, it's like a cookbook. So I didn't know anything about healing. I just went along. I did the course, and I took the books home with me. So it's like learning how to cook. Um, you know, somebody's got a bad back. Somebody's got depression. It's in the book, how to do the healing. So I took this book home and literally since from that moment, I started healing other people. So one, I was healing myself and then I was healing other people, getting these results. And it was like, wow, how, how's that happened? And so as I was getting more and more results, I really started to believe in it. And it was just awesome. And now, obviously, my passion is to help people with who, who suffer particularly with uh, stress, anxiety, depression, particularly men, because I know that men, I've got a passion about men search, searching for help, because we're not very good, I'm afraid, at reaching out and finding no. that help. So if one piece of my story of talking about what a failure I felt, what the trauma I went through about how I can hold down relationships, how it affects your sex life, how it affects everything in your life. I'm, ha I'm happy to talk about it because if it just resonates with one person, one man and go, okay, you know, he's talking about it. Maybe I can search for help then, you know, I've done my job. And um, there's so much of it out there, particularly in this lockdown, as we've said. So going back to pranic healing and particularly meditation, Mm -hmm. um, it's like reprogramming our mind. So I mentioned in that early childhood, we are programmed and we are programmed, you know, in our in our childhood. And so what I needed to do with meditation and healing is literally reprogram. So it's like taking your computer that's going slowly. It won't work. Taking it back to the repair shop and getting new programs. So with meditation and particularly meditation on twin hearts, which is one of the few meditations um, in scientific and, and medical journals, it, it was looked at it and it's been proven to, to significantly reduce anxiety levels, give you more positive emotional traits, give you faster reactions and responses, quicker, uh, quicker brain responses too. And the main thing for probably sports people, it gives you more gamma wave activity. So I'm sure there's other meditations out there that do that, but they're not in a medical journal. So I practice this every day. Mm. And literally, I've reprogrammed my mind. And I now don't, of course, the negative thoughts come back now and again. But even if that's about a person or somebody who's just cut you up in the traffic, I just change it to thinking, not about bad words about that person, but to just to think, I don't know what type of day that person's having. They might be on the way to the hospital, you know, to, to get their child or whatever. And they probably not even seen me because thoughts and emotions can affect all of our life. And that one thought for that day can affect you for hours, if not days. So if you just spin it around, reprogram yourself, which is which what I have done with pranic healing, and many others have done. And there's many amazing stories. Um, it just changes your life. As you know, you're talking to the converted. So I mean, <laughs> you know, I, 
um I really do believe in those sorts of things and I, I mean the way I came across Reiki years ago um is it wasn't long after you know, my father passed away and also it you know it suddenly occurred to me I mean it sounds crazy doesn't it really but suddenly occurred to me that we're all made up of energy you know everything is made up of energy the planet is made up of energy and it's how you channel that energy isn't it in life really everything is energy now you know for anybody who doesn't you know kind of you know understand energy is that there's these little things when somebody you might think of someone and the next minute they're calling on the telephone that is no coincidence it's just about energy if you practice feeling energy um it you can actually really start feeling it after a, a few weeks a few months or whatever people are different um, but it's amazing how energy works and our for instance curling photography can actually now take photos or uh, shots of the energy body so with modern day science we can now see the energy body around people which a lot of people would need proof that energy exists and i mean if you logically think about it as well i mean this this is something that you know i thought about as i said when when i started to think about you know um holistic healing and and all those types of things um i mean it is logical isn't it you know wind air i mean where where else do we go with this i mean sun that's gives out its own energy all the planetary aspects give out energy. I mean, it's just, it's what, what we're all made up of. Absolutely. And I suppose there's a few free tips that I would like to, to, to talk to people about. If um, One is that we, in life, we don't breathe properly. And so when, we're, when we have stress and anxiety, we need to belly breathe. So just like a little baby, um, they breathe through their belly. Most adults now breathe through their chest. So if anybody is feeling stress or anxiety, we need to make sure it goes into the belly. So make I can make a big belly anyway, but um, <laughs> you know, just breathing in, make your belly going out. And when you're breathing, you know, breathing in, make your belly go out. And when you're breathing out, you know, bring it in. So stress and anxiety, just by doing five minutes of belly breathing, and you, when you a breathing you just hold it for a second or two and then you uh, breathe in and out and each time you do that you hold it for a second or two you literally calm down and that's just about the energy body you're expelling all of that used up energy and bringing some lovely fresh stuff um, and it's again that's amazing what we can do now i live by the sea and i'm very lucky um, but just having a 20 minute salt bath can also have the same effect. We know what we feel like when we go to the sea. It's, it's awesome. You kind of feel, some people feel exhausted because they've had the, all that en bad used up energy taken away. Some people feel with loads of energy, but you know, get, having a 20 minute salt bath, a kilo of salt, get in it for 20 minutes, put some lavender drops in there and then shower off afterwards. Get as much as your body in there as possible. One, you'll have a great night's sleep and not a lot of people do that um no. and just do that on a regular basis it, it's awesome do you know what i think i'm going to do that tonight adrian <laughs> <laughs> give it a go it's a kilo of salt 
Epsom salts is not strong enough. You just need the, the cheapest table salt. salt. <laughs> table salt. You can pick it up for 27 pence in a well-known supermarket for three quarters of a kilo. Um, a kilo. Um, I buy the, the, the water softener salt. It's about 10, 10 11 pounds for 25 kilos. And uh, that's what I do. Just It just takes all the used up energy away. Makes you feel fresh. Instead of putting your Sunday joint in the salt, put yourself in it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, that sounds good to me, actually. I mean, it is, you're right, it's little things like that. And then I just, you know, because I, I, the last time I was at the seaside, within the summer, I was actually, I, went, I, I had a couple of days, managed to have a couple of days in Bournemouth. Um because it didn't really look like anybody was going anywhere at one point. So, no. um, but just that that whole thing of going and swimming in the sea was just amazing. It's that whole experience, isn't it, of having, you're right, the salt water, the smell of it, the sunshine, the whole thing is just amazing. And I think probably this also reminds me of like, we like to go on holiday. And generally, most people go on holiday to a beach somewhere, you know, wherever it is around the world, because we're living in a stressful world, you know, and most people go, I can't wait to get to the weekend for, you know, for a break. I can't wait to get on my holiday. And it's literally because we're using, we've got all this energy around us. We get to the, the holiday um, and we then relax. Um, and sometimes we get ill for that first couple of days because you've got all of that negative energy coming off of us but with meditation and i will talk about meditation twin hearts again now it does take some practice it's 22 minutes and even when i first started you know for the first five ten first few goes i was going oh i can't be bothered with this because i've got all these thoughts going around in my head but literally now i go on a holiday i don't need to look forward to my holiday or the weekend i go on holiday every day for 22 minutes and so, and that's my break. And I kind of, it's not thinking about anything. It's about concentration and of awareness, just being still for that time. And I don't put it in my day. I actually get up earlier to do it because if you try and put it in your day, you'll never do it. So I just get up earlier and it gives me more energy for the day ahead. And people think I'm crazy, but I get up at five o'clock and I've got more energy and do my meditation. I get up at seven o'clock, I've got less energy. It's that's the way it is. No, I, I, I'm completely with you. I'm I'm a little bit of an early riser, and I I can't go. You know, every morning I have a ritual. I have to do my meditation, otherwise I can't. You know, I can't function either. So I'm completely with you. But for anybody starting out to do meditation, what would you suggest? How do they go about this? It's literally probably joining a group. I mean. I, I've got a group uh, meditation, but because then you feel like you've you've got to go because um, if you're yeah, and there's plenty of these online uh, right now, um, or you can join one of you know one meditation of twin hearts um, that are online right now as well because that might also encourage you because when we're doing it in a group it would encourage you, but persevere. It's like going back to the the gym analogy. You can't just go one and expect everything to change. So just make it in your plan, put it into your diary and just keep on trying it. And if it doesn't work, 
don't give up just keep on going because we've had many many years of not doing this so we need to just keep on trying and the more times you try it you get you'll get better at it it's like anything in life and i can absolutely promise you this when you incorporate it, incorporate it in your life particularly meditation twin hearts which again you know it can change people's lives you actually miss it when you don't do it mm. so you know you will actually feel that and i definitely feel that it's like my break every day oh that sounds brilliant well do you know what thank you for coming on and talking about um pranic healing and you know what what it can do for you um i mean obviously you know you've you've got a practice um so people can look you up can't they yeah if people want to look me up um i've only got a facebook page right now that is health happiness healing adrian lee werger and they can find me there um or you can learn this stuff yourself it is like a cookbook and and i think probably you know this isn't this is modern day stuff the last course i went to i had an inventor of a very famous app there we had a consultant from king's hospital there and even like someone like tony robbins who's in business he takes the meditation on twin hearts with him at every show that he does so this isn't just about you know what we might call um the old old brigade this is about new modern day business people in this modern world so people can learn it themselves as well brilliant all right well thanks adrian and um have a lovely christmas have a great christmas everyone we'll get through this and uh, 2021 here we come welcome to tea time with me so this is a bit of a christmas specialty so i can see you've got your christmas tree in the background that was my effort in my studio my little studio here <laughs> tried a bit harder I feel but um I hadn't got all the decorations by the time I got the tree up I hadn't actually got the decorations down from the loft so uh yes that was my uh my little my little, my little tree in my studio oh lovely that's what we like to see yeah. well you know I, I've got Santa's hat here he left it earlier so um yeah hopefully he'll uh pick it up later <laughs> I just hope but... his head's going to be very cold yeah <laughs> His head is going to be extremely cobbly. This is very true. So, what an unusual Christmas for everybody this year. Yes, very unusual it is. So, yeah. yeah, I think people may be now sort of starting to hopefully get used to the idea. I think initially everyone went, oh my goodness, this is just horrendous. But then it takes time, does it, sometimes for stuff to settle in and people to go, actually, actually, this is going to be all right. It is going to be all right. So, um, yeah, it is yeah. going to be all right. And, you know, in some ways, it, it's nicer to have a quieter Christmas, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. I say, I think um, some people, you know, you, you spend all your time rushing around shopping, wrapping presents, tidying up the house, you know, tidying up that bedroom that you don't normally use the rest of the year because something's coming to stay. And then you've got to think, what do I do with all the rubbish and the junk that I've got in here? So, yeah, it's um, maybe people, not you know, could just take a little bit of time to, to step back and take a breath and just maybe enjoy or try to enjoy it and say that, that you know it being a little bit calmer this year 
definitely. I mean, ordinarily for you, you're you've been running around the place and and um, you have been sort of linked quite heavily, haven't you, to choreographing Mrs. Brown's boys as well at Christmas? Yes, I have. Well, actually, they, when they record the when we record Mrs. Brown's boys, they tend to do that in October. So that, but it gets you in the Christmas spirit. So yeah, those are recorded in October, and I know they've definitely done two. Um, Christmas specials this year um, they were socially distant so unfortunately I wasn't involved this year because obviously I think dancing wasn't really high on their priority list it was obviously keeping the main cast there and keeping the crew and the main cast safe so I think um yeah I was I was left out this year but no problem I shall still enjoy it on Christmas day and have a laugh and fingers, yeah. crossed, yeah, fingers crossed I'll be there next year um, and I know that Mrs Brown they are doing they're going back on tour next year again fingers crossed it goes because they were going to go back out on tour with the musical which um, I was involved in last year um, we were going to go out again this summer but it's been postponed again till next summer so we've just got to say take a breath go this isn't the end of the world. Just hopefully, when we get come out of this, if we're on the other side, we can get on with this, you know the things that we love to do and um, enjoy. Yeah, definitely, I think so. Uh, I mean, it, it'll be fun. So, do tell us what is it like working with Brendan O'Donnell? O'Connell, sorry. O'Carroll. 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 <laughs> oh, he, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> He's absolutely fantastic. The whole team the you know the whole um you know the, the, the mrs brown boys you know the crew you know the, the the family crew are just amazing it seriously is a laugh a minute it is very funny yeah <laughs> bit naughty they're a bit naughty but they're very funny oh brilliant brilliant so because i didn't realize that he it's actually his sister isn't it that or a family connection right so um so, uh, so, so Mrs. Brown and his daughter Kathy. So they are married. So that's so. So he's married to Kathy in real life, uh, mm -hmm. and Winnie, um, which is played by Eilish O'Carroll. That is his sister. Um, so yeah. Then you've also got his son in there, um, who plays Buster. Um, I'm probably forgetting loads of people now. Oh, and then yes, um, Fiona. There's Fiona Gibney and Fiona O'Carroll's uh, there in it as well. So Fiona Gibney is uh, plays. Um, I've got her name at this moment in time. How could I forget her name? Plays behind the bar and um, the daughter uh, um, Fiona Gib uh, Fiona O'Carroll is played. Rushy Pink. She plays Maria. So I yeah. think that's it. I've probably, probably again forgotten somebody else. Yeah, it's a total family affair anyway. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. But I mean, this... Yeah, Sharon, Sharon the barmaid, that's it, I've just remembered it. Sharon, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Um, so yeah, no, lots of fun for everyone by the sounds of things yes. working yeah. with them. Yeah, no, which is really is. great. I feel, I feel very honoured to be working with them because they are so lovely and it's such, and it is such a fun show to work on. So I feel very honoured and privileged. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you you have totally been busy this year, haven't you? Even though yes. that life has changed considerably for you. So, so choreographically, obviously, there hasn't been anything at all for me this year. So that, that's again, but that's fine. Hopefully next year. Um, but re my I have a fitness business um, and I was doing 10 classes uh, a week out in the community um, and come the 17th of or on the 17th of March. I think that's when Boris announced we were locking down or that's when we stopped. 
So 17th of March, everything stopped out in the community and I just came into, unfortunately I got, I call it my shed, I've got this shed here and um, I just took all the classes and we went straight onto Zoom. But that is what I did. So literally all my clients and myself just went straight onto Zoom. And we did a little bit of Facebook as well to start off in the beginning, but then I transferred, um, I was doing Pilates on Facebook, but then, um, once we knew we were going to be here for a long while, I transferred all the Pilates onto, uh, onto Zoom as well. So, but all the Zumba classes, um, Zumba Gold, Zumba Toning, Zumba and the Pilates are now all currently on, on Zoom. And Brilliant. So, yeah. And I think people were amazed that they actually could manage to get on. You know, it's, and so people of different ages as well. You know, I think, you know, um, up, uh, one, uh, my mum who's 88, she can get onto Zoom. Um, you know, so even the young people, all the way up to my mum, can get on and come and do a class and help to keep fit throughout, you know, throughout lockdowns. And I mean, let's face it, I mean, this year, more than ever before, really, it's, been, it's so important, isn't it, to keep fit and, you know, physically fit, mentally fit helps, doesn't it? Yes, I think... Um, yeah, we want to obviously we want to be physically fit because if you're physically fit again um everything's working hope you know you're in your body correctly and your immune system is going to be boosted if you are physically fit so you have a stronger immune system which again that's what we want um and mentally as well so when we exercise um your body is releasing um, endorphins which is your happy or your, um, happy hormones so they're the ones that make you feel happy um, and also serotonin and that's the one that affects your mood so you know if you've got serot serotonin you're going to hopefully your mood is going to you know uh, be better so it is very very important to exercise to keep uh, you know physically healthy and as you say mentally healthy so do you think that's uh, why mrs brown's boys are always so happy and upbeat I just think, I have to say, I, um, they have got a very um, positive outlook. Um, they all are very positive people. Um, and again, it's very much like that there's no problems. If there is an issue with anything, um, it can be overcome. So nothing's ever like, God, this is just terrible. And we're all, you know, like, I think a lot of people are like that. So this is just terrible. And then you spiral down and down and down because the more you think this is terrible, this is awful, everything spirals down. If you have got this, you know, the outlook that everything is figure outable, um, everything can be sorted out. It may not be the way you think it's going to be sorted out, but mm -hmm. nothing is insurmountable. It can be sorted. So I think that is, um, I do, it's having that attitude, I think, that helps. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it is certainly rubbed off on you as well, isn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think um, I am quite a positive person. There are times when I'm going, oh no, everybody hates me. And, you know, you know, sometimes when you're there on Zoom and you turn on and you think, oh, where is everybody? Some weeks, or so, you know, some classes, everybody disappears. And then, well, not everybody, but, you know, you think, oh, where's everybody gone? And I sort of go, oh, everybody, they don't love me anymore. Um, but then the following week, everybody's back. It could be that something's happened that night or this, the tennis was on or, you know, um, or, you know, especially in the summer when the nights were getting lighter and people could go out and exercise out, out, outside, they weren't necessarily coming to do stuff, you know, online. Um, yeah. 
gardens people that have gardens are out doing their garden you know and the call of a glass of rosé probably on their patio at six o'clock instead of me doing zumba was, was, a, it, was yeah, just too tempting yes <laughs> too tempting no I, I see what you mean definitely it's um it, it has been one of those but you know I think it, it's brilliant that you've managed to put everything online and I mean in a roundabout way, you're still doing your choreography, aren't you, with your Zumba? Yeah. Yes, it's, but yes, because it is. It, it gives me that artistic out. Uh, I know mean, that sort of. It's within me to want to be dancing. So, um, Zumba is amazing for that. So, if anybody's never tried Zumba, I probably give it a go. It's all little dance routines. So it's like you know, you have like. Um, I can't think of, you know, you might have a salsa, you might have a cumbia, you might have something called reggaeton, you might have um, Bollywood. It's all little different dance dances. And the choreography is very easy, um, so people can pick it up very quickly. And again, that music, the music gives you that high, it gives you that buzz, and it makes you feel, you know, great. So that's what is so good about Zumba. It's just, it's very, it's a very happy form of exercise, I think. Um, I think sometimes people, find exercise oh exercise is so boring and yeah, yeah. It's, it's finding something that you like to do um even if you haven't you know I think that there's a lot of people that don't have the space where they're living to dance around too much but even if you've got a little space and put your favorite tune on and just dance that's the main thing it's about it's about keeping moving not sort of doing exercise as we sort of think oh we've got to go and do loads of press-ups and do a marathon and stuff like that it's just keeping moving and you don't have to do hours of it if you did like you know 10 minutes at a time put on your say four favorite tracks and just dance around your bedroom and that's it's, it's about keeping going I mean, I mean that sounds amazing it really honestly does I mean I, I like to dance what did you think of Strictly come dancing oh brilliant brilliant yes it was excellent I mean, it's just so again it's another feel-good program isn't it it's glorious and glittery and uh, the music and the dance and uh, yeah it's great now you know uh, you can sort of say well was Bill technically better or not or you know but it's that's who people voted for and he did he was fantastic so uh, yeah he well, was really fantastic yeah. yes yes I mean, I think there was there was a little bit of criticism about oh you know was he technically perfect and all this type of thing well, he probably wasn't, but you know, in my eyes, he he had a great musicality, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, also, it's about entertaining people, isn't it? You know, you could be um, the greatest, say, singer in the world, but if you're a little bit dull, <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, people go, oh, okay, you, you're a great singer, but you're a little bit dull. Um, but again, it's having that charisma in your whatever you're performing and putting over, isn't it? You know, and it's like you just might have that little bit of star quality. Star quality you know, that um, people loved. I mean, so you, I mean, you've been dancing forever, haven't you? I well, mean, yes. <laughs> I think, yeah, um, I went to stage schools. So I can't even remember when I started dancing. So but I, um, I've danced as a, you know, a child and I uh, went to stage school, went to arts educational. Um, I left there in 79 um, and went straight on to, uh, to be a professional dancer. So I did that for very many years. Um, and then there does come that point, you get older and older and, you know, um, a dancer's life is quite short. Um, then I sort of trained in fitness 
And then I sort of trained between the fitness and the choreography. So it sort of interweaves really. Um, and fitness wise, you just, you, you never really stop learning because stuff's changing all the time. So, you know, I'm always doing up, updating my sort of fitness qualifications, doing new stuff. I think over lockdown has been a great time to go and do new courses because everybody again, the, the trainers went online to to deliver their courses so um i think i've done more courses in the last six months than i've done in the last six years um oh. it's been great so um yeah brilliant no that sounds that sounds really good and i mean you know i think sort of um dancing is always in your blood isn't it as well yes i think once you're a dancer always a dancer you know you can't help yourself and not that i'm doing it at the moment i'm not going into shops are we but if i hear it sort of i go into a shop and say oh i like this but i have to stop myself from dancing around the shop um that's not a problem at the moment as we know because we're not going to any shops so uh, no 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 yeah. sadly sadly so um I mean, have you got choreography work lined up for next year or do you not know? I hope you have. I've got a couple of bits, but um, I, you know, until you get your name signed on the bottom of that contract, um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, nothing I can really talk about at the moment, but I, there's definitely something, hopefully, hopefully in March, and then hopefully again, Mrs. Brown's boys will be going out with the musical um, in the middle of next year. So I'm sure they're going to need a recap of the choreography. <laughs> been a little while since they've done it so uh, yes a bit bit rusty that the choreographer might be a bit rusty as well but uh tune into your zumba classes hey i'll send you a link yeah we don't know we're on our christmas break at the moment so um we'll be back come the fourth of uh fourth of um january and again i think we'll be online for a few more months yet you know i mean there is definitely hope out there now isn't there i mean we've yes. got all these wonderful vaccines yes um so you know it won't be long it's just really we've just got to get through this period so yes. i mean if you think about it you know it's got to christmas very quickly from march and it's just like oh, where did that go you know sometimes there have been don't get me wrong there have been times when it's been a slog and you just think, oh my goodness, this is ever going to end. And then suddenly you find yourself at Christmas and you think, well, actually, I don't think I've, I don't feel I've been in my shed that long, really. We don't know it's a shed. Looks very glam. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of wallpaper up. <laughs> Good for you. Well, thank you for joining yeah. me today for my Christmas special. Thank Have you. Oh, it was lovely to see you. And, you know, do do keep people being jolly and fit as well. Try. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'll be back in the new year with another interesting guest on the Tea Time Sofa. But until then, I would like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year full of hope 2021. Merry Christmas.